0: Good morning, everyone, and welcome to today's focus for Wednesday, August the 9th, 2023 at 1038 a.m. Central Time. Today's focus, how should you treat other people? How should you treat other people? And let me kind of expand on this. Do you think Christians, in general, treat other people in a way that is in accordance with what the scriptures tells us to do? Do you think Christians treat people in a biblical way? Do you think the way we interact with people, the way we treat people, the way we talk about people, do you think it's biblical? Do you think it's God glorifying, God honoring, or does it come across as carnal and fleshly and not much different than the way the world treats one another? Now, I I will tell you, if you don't have anything to do, just go hop on social media and look at how Christians interact, and sometimes the way they talk about one another, how they talk about other Christians, how they may talk about politicians. In many cases, it's just as fleshly and just as carnal as what the world does. The only difference is we, of course, may not use explicit language. We may not use any quote-unquote Cuss words, but I think in many cases um it's not it's not so great. And someone just says it may depend on the venue. I think that I think there's a lot of truth to that. I think I think sometimes Christians don't I think we fall into the trap of like if you're on social media, sometimes we act like everyone else on social media. Now again, we just may not use the cuss words, but I think it sometimes it's just as It's gossip and condemning and judgmental and hateful and bitter. It's just – sometimes I just think we just don't show – kindness and love and grace. So here's what I'm going to challenge you to do today. I don't know if anyone will take me up on this challenge, but before we, I'm going to, I'm going to explore, all this will make sense in a minute, but let's just start with kind of, I mean, today's focus. My job is to give you something to focus on for the day. So here's what I want you to focus on for the day. If you so desire to participate, and if you do participate, please send me all of your findings. To newsif at yahoo.com. That's newsif at yahoo.com. I want you to go through the Bible and find all the scriptures that seem to outline how we are to treat others. We know things like we are to love our enemies, we know we are to turn the other cheek. We know we are to resist not evil. We know I mean, we are to forgive as Christ has forgiven us. Now, I know it's all law, 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 law. When you, By the time you're done looking at all of it, you should be like, woe is me. I am undone. I don't treat people this way and realize you need Christ and you need the gospel. But at the same time, it should convict you to maybe think about how you interact with other people. How do you interact with other people the drive-through window at a fast food restaurant at the grocery store do you think you treat people in a way that is very different than the way the world does when do people see us as friendly and and kind and compassionate and and self-sacrificing and we put others before ourselves. But I want you to find all the scriptures that seem to, I mean, I've given you just a few right there. And some of those are in the gospel of Matthew just to help you out. You know, turn the other cheek, love your enemy, love your neighbor as yourself. Philippians talks about putting others before yourself. I think that's Philippians chapter two. And then in Romans chapter 12, We read some things like this, Uh, Romans chapter 12, verse 10, be kindly affectioned one to another with brotherly love and honor, preferring one another. Be kindly affectioned one to another with brotherly love and honor, preferring one another. Uh, And then you uh, uh, distributing to the necessity of saints given to hospitality, bless them which persecute you. Bless and curse not. Rejoice with them that do rejoice and weep with them that weep. Be of the same mind, one toward another. Mind not high things, but condescend to men of low estate. Be not wise in your own conceits. Recompense to no man evil for evil. Provide things honest in the sight of all men. If it is possible, as much that lieth in you, live Peaceably with all men. Dearly beloved, avenge not yourselves. Therefore, if thine enemy hunger, feed him. If he thirst, give him drink. Be not overcome of evil, but overcome evil with good. I want you to just make a list today of all the scriptures that outlines how you are to treat other people how you are to deal with other people. Now, again, I know if you're even remotely honest, when you're done, hopefully you say, woe is me, I am undone. I do not do these things. And you will understand your only hope is in the finished work of Jesus Christ who, do, who did all of these things for you. But at the same time, maybe it will cause us to think next time we engage with someone, whether it's online, whether it's someone cutting us off in traffic, whether it's someone in a fast food restaurant, whether it's uh, a fellow employee at work, whether it's someone in your own family, do you show patience, love, kindness? Amen or oh me? I, I, there's a, there, I'll just, just thinking about this, I'm like, oh me, because I, 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 I probably fell at this all the time. Now, why am I bringing this all up at 1044 a.m.? On a Wednesday. Why? Well, because early this morning, I don't know what time it was, um, maybe I don't know, 5 a.m., 6 a.m., I was like, well, let me catch up with what's going on in the world. And so I grabbed my iPad and just started listening to all the news podcasts I subscribe to. I ended up at the daily briefing. Now the daily briefing, I I can't remember the full name of the podcast, uh, but it deals with what's going on in Israel. In fact, I see, I don't know. Do I have it saved here? Um, I don't have it saved here. Uh, let me look here. Do I have it on one of my podcast apps? It's the Daily Briefing. I think I can't remember the full name because there's a couple of podcasts called the Daily Briefing, but it deals with uh, what's going on every day in the nation of Israel. So I always keep, uh, I always have all of these podcasts that are country specific. I have podcasts about news in, Isra- uh, in Israel, news in China, news in Africa. News in Japan, news in Iran. I have all of these specific podcasts that deal with specific countries, a Canada, you just name it, the UK, wherever the United States. So, so I can keep up with what's going on around the world. So this morning I was listening again. It's called the daily briefing, but it deals with news in Israel. Um, I was listening and as I was listening, they got to the last like four minutes. And all of a sudden, it was this interesting story about Jews and Christians having somewhat of a conflict. Something is not quite going right with these two groups. And my initial thought was, couldn't the Christians act, I don't know, in a different way? Couldn't the Christians maybe, I don't know, like there's got to be... It just seems so childish the way this is going down. Now, I don't understand all of the the cultural ramifications of what's happening. And maybe there's a cultural thing. Maybe there's something that I don't understand. So I am very much aware that I'm speaking on this from an outsider. So I may miss some certain of the nuances here. There may be some nuance and and layers here that I'm missing. But from an outsider, I'm just like, Christians and Jews... There's a conflict or there's a disagreement here. Okay, I place no expectation on Jews who have not accepted Christ as their Messiah, but for the Christians, I would at least challenge them to consider in this situation, in this conflict, how should you be treating people on the other side? What could you do to act in a way that's in accordance with the scriptures? What do you think you could do? And and, and, and then it challenged me in situations where I find myself in difficulty or conflict. Do I, am I acting, treating others in a biblical way? Because remember, as Christians, we are called to even love our enemy, to do good to them that persecute you, to bless them that persecute you. That if you see your enemy uh, hungry, you give them food. If you see them thirsty, you give them drink. Like as Christians, we are called to this very, extremely high standard, which we're always going to fail. That's why we need Christ. But it just made me think, I wonder if there's a better way. To me, it's a strange story. I'm going to just, we're going to listen to this. It's very short. It's going to go by relatively quick. But you just, I don't know. Maybe, maybe it's just me. But it's one of those situations where immediately when it was done, I'm like, well, how do I treat others? I, I immediately, I tend to always try to listen to things and then first look at myself, right? Before I look at it, before I make any judgment about them, I first look at myself and think, in what ways have I acted childish or foolish or not in such a biblical way. Well, there's been thousands of times. So you can tell me what you think about how they acted. Are you ready? Here we go. Here's the story. Again, it's called the Daily Briefing. I wish I had the full name of the podcast, but I don't um, in front of me. But it's the Daily Briefing, and it deals with daily news from Israel. And this is what they were talking about early this morning. Kanan, let's end with a curious story out of Haifa's Stella Maris Church, where ultra-Orthodox Jews are increasingly making pilgrimage to what they consider as the grave of the prophet Elisha, who was Elijah's uh, disciple from the Bible. So why are the Jews suddenly interested in this site?
1: That's the question, isn't it? Because their arrival has really, really ruffled some feathers uh, among the Christians in Haifa. A fairly well-to-do, fairly affluent demographic that's having very few problems with the authorities and states, generally speaking. And the arrival of dozens of pilgrims to the church is being seen as a provocation. It's being experienced as an attack, actually.
0: Okay, so the Christians are getting upset because Jews are making a pilgrimage to this church. They see it as an attack. As a provocation, I, 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 I look, I, again, I understand there's a cultural issue here, but would I see that as an attack, I'd be like, oh, lots of people coming to our church because they see this site as a holy site. Okay. Now, how could I greet them in a way by showing them love and compassion? How could I greet them in a way that would be like, hey, you see this as a holy site? All right. Got you. Okay, this is our church. How can we work this out? All right. it, it, it does seem like a silly thing, someone in the chat said. But let's listen to the rest of this. Let's listen to the rest of this.
1: All kinds of questions that the Christians are asking. Why do they want to go into our church when halacha forbids them from going in? Well, trying to answer those questions, uh, I spoke to a number of those pilgrims. And um, the reason it was recently added to the roster of pilgrimage of uh, visits to the graves of Jewish sages is that you can't actually access the burial place, right? It's less attractive to these pilgrims. And so it was kind of a afterthought that got tacked on at a much later stage when those tours initially gained track became tradition and so this is a recent development and they can't access the burial place for exactly those reasons that are making the christians scratch their heads so what they do is they want to stand outside the shrine and they want to get as close as possible some of them have been touching the walls others maintain a respectful distance just opposite the church but in any case, what this does is provokes a lot of animosity from the Christians. There's actually an impromptu security force that, that got formed. Some of the Christians there, some of the young men from the Christian community, sleep on mattresses or have slept on mattresses at the church to greet those pilgrims who know that there's going to be trouble. And so they aim to come there at 3, 4 a.m., now there's been a recently a change in the dynamic because they erected a fence, a large green fence. And that's also an emotional issue for the Christians because Salaamitesh, if you know it, it's overlooking the Western Carmel onto the sea. There's a great feeling of space. That's why the church is so iconic also, uh, that, that it's one of the oldest in high farts from the 19th century. And so you arrive there and you have this unhindered view of the Mediterranean, and suddenly now you have this green fence, and they say that it's just the sign of of their persecution of of attacks. Uh, The other side doesn't construe coming near the church as an attack, and there's a debate about the definitions. But hopefully the fence will keep everyone happy because it prevents the pilgrims from accessing, basically trespassing, while still accommodating the need of some of them to get near to the burial place of leisure. As they say, good fences make good neighbors. Thank you, Kanan and Tal, for joining me today. Thank you. Thank you, Amanda.
0: Thanks for listening to the Times of Israel's Daily Briefing, and stay tuned for another installment tomorrow. This episode was... The Times of Israel Daily Briefing. Is Is that not the most bizarre story you've ever heard? The pilgrims just want to come to the church. They may want to touch the wall. I want to get as close as possible. The Christians are like, back off. You're trespassing. Don't get near our building. You're persecuting us. We're going to put up a big fence because good fences make good neighbors. What in the world? I do not understand. I would be like, Oh, oh, come on, come on, that's all right. Hey, you can stand close. You can touch. Hey, now the only thing we ask is don't interrupt. Uh, don't, don't, yeah, get off our lawn. <laughs> exactly. Get Someone in the chat just said, get off our lawn. That's what Get off our lawn. How dare you? Look, they're coming. What are the prophets of Judaism, right? Obviously, a prophet that we, re- Read about it in our own Bibles. Hey, 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 hey! Look, why, why wouldn't you just go out there and say, "Hey, guys, let's work this out." Okay, let's work this out. We want you to be able to come here. You can stand here. You can touch the building. Got okay, no problem. All we ask is you do not disrupt. The, the worship service, whenever they have the worship. That's all we ask. And we can have special, we can set a special time that you can come here. And then guess what I would do as a church? I'd be like, hey, these Jewish pilgrims are going to be coming here. Hey guys, let's have some food or some water for them. Let's, let's welcome them so they can come to the holy site. And then we can build relationships and then maybe talk to them about how these prophets pointed to the ultimate, the f- true prophet, Jesus Christ, who was more than just a prophet. He was the eternal son of God. He is your Messiah. Like maybe, maybe look for an opportunity for like something like that. I don't understand. I don't get it. Like I, I, I. I'll, I'll, I'll just. I and I'm not. And I only just give a story. Just I'm only saying this just because I want you to understand why I don't understand this. All right. Uh. Well. It, now that to be true, I I don't know why their church is on top of possibly the burial site. I don't I don't know why. Uh, but maybe over there that kind of thing happens. It's probably a, uh, that probably happens a lot over there, maybe. I don't know. I, I, by no means am I an expert on Jewish cultural uh, etiquette and history and how different things work. But for, just, just to show you why this is so bizarre to me, Um, we used to, before the pandemic, um, I would go, I would drive to San Antonio a lot for, and I, just just for well I'm just going to say it for professional wrestling shows indie wrestling shows small wrestling uh, shows and so and that's like 4 hours away from me so I would go on a Saturday night and then when the show ended like midnight or one, I'd have to, you know, drive back home because I got church the next morning. Right. Well, when I drive past three in the morning, four in the morning, I would be driving past my church sometimes because it's a you know Saturday night going into Sunday morning. A lot of times there would be trucks or cars like sitting in our church parking lot. Now, most likely it's a bunch of teenagers there. A lot of times there's people sitting there drinking, whatever. You know what? I, I never cared. I don't care. I no big deal. Now, sometimes I get a little irritated. You come back the next morning, there's some beer cans or beer bottles sitting there, but I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to make, I'm not going to go get off our, our, you know, parking lot. How dare you? Like, you're here not doing godly things. Like, none of, what, what good is that going? None of that is like, no, none, none of that in any way, shape, or form. Now, I've talked about many times during, uh, when I used to be there recording all the time, sometimes during the day, everyone used our parking lot for everything. Now, sometimes it would get frustrating because I'd be there trying to broadcast and I'd be like why is there so many people in our parking lot but I never told anyone to leave or anything like that because I, I just I, I just think you want to be as I, I don't, how do you treat people well first you should treat people the way you want to be treated I think that's scripture you should love even those you disagree with you should love your enemies you should love your enemies. I, I just don't get like building a fence. Hey, 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 we're going to build a fence. And so it blocks the view of the Mediterranean. We're going to block the entire view. So we want you to know that you're not welcome here. When did churches start building walls? When did churches start building fences? Shouldn't we be like, no, come on, come on. Come on to this site. If you believe it's a holy site, that's okay. That's fine come here and we're gonna we, we can work together here right we don't have to have a conflict here seek to live peaceably with pe- as people as much as possible so I just want to use this story for us to look at ourselves how do we treat people well you you find yourself in other different weird look that to me this conflict seems bizarre you've probably found your oh uh, your, yourself in your own different kind of conflicts with people maybe someone in the church outside the church someone at work a neighbor. What can you do as a Christian? How should you conduct yourself? How should you conduct yourself? When you're getting upset, you're getting frustrated at someone, you're getting mad at someone. Should you stop and go, how should I act? So all I want you to do today for today's focus is I I want you to grab a notebook and a Bible and find all the scriptures that seem to outline how we should treat others. And I want you to send what you find to me. Newsif at yahoo.com. Newsif at yahoo.com. It should be a a fun little biblical exercise and it should convict us and make us realize how far we fall short in all of this. But I've given you a number of scriptures. Romans 12, you got Philippians 2, the Gospel, the Gospel of Matthew has passages you got things in Proverbs, you got stuff throughout the Bible, Philippians, you got stuff everywhere that kind of gives you just a basic idea of how you should treat other people. Love, forgiveness, peace, doing good to them, All the, just and just make a good outline and just try to keep it in your mind. One, so that you'll constantly be humbled by how far we fall short, but two, that just maybe the more you know it, the next time you get ready to respond a certain way, you'll be like, Am I basically yelling at them to get off my yard? If I get off my lawn, am I basically building a, a fence to keep them away? What am I doing here? How am I really acting? How am I really treating someone? Just everyday kindness to people. Friendly, kind, generous. Putting others before you. There's been a lot of talk lately in society about how people are acting in, on aircraft and how people are acting in movie. I just saw a big thing about all the problems they're having in movie theaters because people are showing no respect and loud and disruptive, and they don't care about anybody else and how people are acting on airplanes. And, and, and we've, we even talked a little bit about this, about how people are acting in church, just so dismissive to people around them, only thinking about themselves. Like just you would just think common human decency is, is at an all time low in a lot of ways. Well, Christians don't need to start joining the club. So that's your today's focus. I would love to get your thoughts. You can email me at newsif at at That is your today's focus for Wednesday, August the 9th, 2023.